Hey, 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 beings. You are listening to the Self-Tivity Podcast. I am your host, Danny, your self-investment storyteller. Today's episode features a special guest who will be a valuable participant in our Being to Being Self-Tivity segments. The Being to Being segments are a fun way to connect with beings who are open-minded, enjoys thought-provoking questions, and perspective-shifting concepts. I also invite entrepreneurs and business owners who have a thought, product, or service that contributes to our self-investment journey in the areas of personal growth, mindset, well-being, entrepreneurship, and or financial empowerment. Guests will participate in our Being to Being activities bi-weekly, so be sure to follow so you don't miss out on all the fun. Let's find out who's on today and what self activity experience they will present to us. Are you ready? Because I am. And today we are uncovering the topic of cryptocurrency. A lot of people are talking about cryptocurrency. Some people are for cryptocurrencies. Some people are against it. Some people are on the fence or on the line, however you would say it. But I'm excited because I have been engaging with cryptocurrency because I have a friend and she is awesome at it. And so she's been teaching me a lot about it. And I really find it fascinating. So fascinating that, you know, I've been doing my own research centered around cryptocurrency, but I've been learning a lot and a lot and a lot from my friends. So it's it's really dope to have someone that is in your circle that is really mastering their craft. And so I wanted to introduce you guys to my friend Alyssa, but guys, she's Alyssa to me, but she's also the DeFi cryptologist. I hope I said that right. If I said it wrong, Alyssa, you can <laughs> you can correct me. I, I was I was like practicing in my head. I was like, I feel like I messed that up. But hey, girl. Thank hey. you. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. So, what I like to do is I have a game. It's a thought you are game that I've been playing on the show. If you haven't heard it before, but I want to play with you. And so I kind of told you the gist of it, but you don't have any idea, of course, <laughs> what I'm going to share with you. But before we get into the game, I would like for you to kind of share, you know, what you have going on, who you are in your own words, how you would define yourself. And it doesn't have to be related to the D5 crypto. <laughs> I want to say it wrong again. Oh my God. <laughs> um, cryptologist. But just how do you define yourself? I think sometimes we introduce people, but I just think it's better for us to introduce ourselves and how we make our mark in the world. So tell us your story. Again, hello, everyone. My name is Alyssa. I'm also known as the DeFi Cryptologist on YouTube and as Wendy, the performer. I'm just a human being that just wants to see the earth progress in positive ways in any way possible. Like in any space, if there's room for innovation, like I'm all for that. In any industry, I'm all for that. And so naturally, I gravitated towards cryptocurrency just because that is the future of how we're going to exchange energy and currency, not just have just one one economy for one nation, but as many economies as people want to create with just one coin or token. And it's very, very fascinating. So I just gravitated towards it. And that's what I'm I'm doing now. And as much as I'm teaching in this space, I'm also learning. So it's been an exciting journey thus far. So 
what I like to do is pretty much experience cryptology. Why did I just say that? I have a problem. That's <laughs> dope, I know it's not going that right. Yeah, like, okay, let's go with it. <laughs> the world of cryptology. But what I want to do is kind of experience the thoughts that people have around cryptocurrency and pretty much form it in a game. And so this thought ER game is where I have seven unpopular opinions. And usually I kind of get them from like forums, you know, blogs online, or just conversations about certain topics. And so what I'll do, because I don't know, I don't know if you would agree with some of these unpopular opinions or not. But what I have is I have seven of them and you either say that it's their thought, which means it belongs to the sender. Like you don't agree at all. Our thought, you agree with it or remix. Remix means that you agree with some of it, but you don't agree with all of it. And so I'm going to start that game now. And so I'll have my first unpopular opinion about cryptocurrency. And you let me know, is it their thought, our thought or remix? Okay. Okay. All right. Crypto will be fully regulated within five years. The financial institutions will be in full control again. I'm going to say their thought. All right, next one. Should I, should I expound before you? No, no, not yet. Not yet. So at the very, after the seventh one, I'm going to tally up the category that you had the most in, and then we're going to choose one of those and you can expound at that moment. And then we can, you know, dig into any other ones after that. Okay. All right. So the second one, some of the very people who came into Bitcoin as a way of breaking away from the establishment and the monetary systems are now acting like greedy bankers and dictators. Do I need to say that again? I know I tripped on it. Um, no, I, I get the gist of it. So I would say I'm going to say remix for that one. Okay. Next one. Risk takers should take advantage of the potential gains they can make while they can with cryptocurrency. I'm going to say our thought for sure. All right. Next one. Crypto wastes electricity. Um, I'm going to say remix for that. Okay. Next one. Crypto is another way for the powers that be to control your money. I'm going to say their thought for that one. All right. Next one. Cryptocurrency offers a possible alternative to our failing financial system. I'm definitely going to say our thought for that one. And the last one, if someone hacks into your wallet, no one is coming to your aid. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say remix. Okay. All right. So we're at the end. We have two that were their thoughts, two that were all thoughts and three that were remixes. So what we're going to do now is we can expound on one of the remixes. So do you have one in mind that you want to expound on or should I choose? Okay. I don't even remember. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think he's going to say that. <laughs> All right. So one of them was if someone hacks into your wallet, no one is coming to your aid. So we can do that one. Or crypto waste electricity. That was also a remix. And what was the third one? And the third one was, <laughs> I probably should know. Let me see. Crypto is another way for the, no, no, that wasn't it. Some of the very people who came into Bitcoin as a way of breaking away from the establishment are now acting like greedy banksters and author- and dictators. Okay. Yeah, that one, oh, they're all so good. I wanted to expand on all of them, really, but. We can, we can. All right, but we're going to start with one. Okay, okay. So so since we can expand on any of them, I guess we can start with, let's start with the wasting of like, electricity because i think that's an interesting one yeah 
So with that, people who started mining Bitcoin in the early stages, they use a lot of hardware to mine. Now, mining is more based off of the, the program or a project protocol. We say protocol in crypto. We're just talking about what the project is that we're investing. And if it's designed well, then we don't have to worry about having like excessive hardware. And that's basically now in like the 2022 era of crypto, we don't use hardware miners that much anymore. There's like a few people that still do that, but that's uh, that's getting phased out. So, yeah, I remember when I first started getting excited about cryptocurrency and, you know, my my whole thing is I want to add mindfulness to the conversation about, you know, all the things that are on the self-investment journey. And I was like, you know what? I don't really know anything about the electricity. Someone had commented on a YouTube video I did about it, it might have been NFTs or crypto. And they, they talked about the electricity part of it. And I just I also thought about the fact that we use so much electricity anyway. Right. <laughs> Are we are we doing anything outside of the norm based on what we're already doing with electricity that is harming? And how do we kind of even, I don't know, how do we even gauge whether or not all the other things that we're doing outside of cryptos is, is harming or not, you know? Yeah, that's even like a deeper conversation about electricity and getting off the grid and getting our own sustainable power solar power and wind power and having our our yeti power grids and stuff power stations so yeah yeah, yeah solar, solar power okay yeah, we are going to get into another subject but yeah solar <laughs> solar is a whole conversation but yeah we can we can piggyback on that later maybe on another podcast mm-hmm. all right so what's what's the next one what that stuck out that stuck out to you that you want to expand on there was one that you were saying about a possible way for financial freedom or I don't know, or for, for wealth or something. Okay. Cryptocurrency offers a possible alternative to our failing financial system. Yes. And, and there was another one it could have been. The crypto will fully be reg- regulated within five years. The financial institutions will be in full control again. So I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I definitely wanted to speak on both of those. I guess I'll start with the last one that you just said about it being regulated. Mm-hmm. I do believe that crypto will be regulated in the future, but it's so difficult to regulate a contract that was designed by a specific developer. Because there are certain parts of the internet that are regulated, but you can't regulate a contract with between one person and another. That's the whole reason why the government has so much difficulty trying to regulate trust because they can't mm-hmm. they can't regulate a contract between you and another person. That's between you and them. Yeah. So now we're dealing with in crypto we deal with smart contracts. So that's kind of a, a protection within ourselves. The thing about regulation, you do have to do your research and you have to still make wise decisions based off of, you know, what the current laws are, because there are plenty of ways, like if you're concerned about what your your tax liability would be, that you could move to different locales. Costa Rica is a tax haven for, for crypto. Also, Puerto Rico has no, what's it called, capital gains tax. 
and I'm not a, a tax expert, so um, yeah. that's not financial advice, but, you know, do the research yourself and double check that. But yeah, so there's so many different ways that you can approach it and you, you have to do your research. Like you have to know which coins are more liable to be regulated and also who the developers are. Now that, that gets, that does require some research, but the more you start to get into the crypto world, you'll start to learn how to identify projects that have true decentralization built into the mechanisms of the project itself. Yeah. So, and then also knowing which networks, because within crypto, there's a lot of different networks you can go on. And eventually we're talking about bridging these networks together. So <laughs> that would be exciting because we're still so early in crypto. Um, yeah. But um, yes, some networks are decentralized based off of their coding and mm-hmm. then some are not. So those are also things that you can be aware of, but the government has little, they have little control. The only thing they can do is basically block you from, I guess, block the internet, but you know, yeah. it, it, it benefits them that we're getting into crypto. I mean, the crypto is, is going to be more valuable than the nation's currencies, the dollars and the fiat currencies. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever we're cashing out from crypto to, to their currency, again, their fiat, then it does benefit their dollar for us to do that. That's another that's another point that came across my mind is, is a benefit for them. And there's also this what's the worst that can happen is that they could shut down the internet or kind of control where the cryptocurrencies are going by blocking certain things the government can't come and do all this control with money and things like that like we the people are controlling it but then you kind of get deeper into the conversation it's it's all through the internet you know Mm -hmm. and so sometimes it's a lot of scams can happen through the internet you know and we we definitely benefit from the internet but like with money and security and, and people putting a lot of their power insecurity within money to put in a digital form i could understand why people could be weary of it but i also can see we all kind of collectively we're just good <laughs> you know what i mean we just didn't scam one another it could be for our benefit and that's really the fear right is that we don't believe in each other oh, and it's so true and it's, well, what if we did? Then if we did kind of believe in each other, then couldn't we all kind of get to the point where we all just were able to live life and have the freedom of unlimited digital currency where we're not, it's not about having a gold. It's not about having this paper money because we define paper money. You know, we all collectively said we we're going to make this currency. So digital currency is even better. You know, we, we all agreed to it, then we could get to that. And I'm just kind of like, well, I don't know if the world really wants it because it's like they're there's always something against it when it, we really could be for and it could help everyone. But we're skeptical. We're skeptical of each other mm-hmm. um, with reason. Right. People scam from each other. But what's the root of people stealing and scamming is the lack. of. Yeah, it's the perception of lack, but crazy illusion that we're under when it comes to, you know, taking from each other and like us not realizing what our abundance really is. There's abundance everywhere in every form, but it's certain expectations are placed on us and imposed on us and we don't see our abundance anymore. So we don't see that our abundance is in within working together. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? We could have everything if we could just do that, you know? Yeah. I was speaking to someone the other day and I was wondering, well, why 
you know, because, you know, the illusion is that there's a, a power that be, right? There's an illusion that, and it could be true, I don't know. I, I can't tell if any of these things are really happening or if it's something that we're creating because of our consciousness. And what I mean by that is, you know, we all think that something is against us. We all think it's, it's not working. And I believe that's true to a certain degree, but I also have this belief that we're kind of making that happen because we think about it too much. You know, like when they have sayings like where you, where you put your attention to it grows yeah and i'm like well are we putting attention to things that are growing that the government is against us for instance that could be a truth but if we kind of started to eradicate that thought and kind of became more powerful in that because like we were saying earlier coming together then that wouldn't really be a thing because the the system that has been designed is so heavy that it's difficult for us to kind of get to that point together Mm -hmm. um or the other thing is like are we making it difficult like I can't tell if it's difficult or not, or we're just making it difficult, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's it's really hard just because of the way people grow up and then still having a lot of trauma placed upon you from just living life. And then so you, you can't see the best of how we're meant to be. And then, you know, as life happens, you just kind of forget what you set out to do or whatever. But, you know, we still have the power. We always have the power. It's just a matter of our healing. It's all a matter of our healing. Yes, 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 yes. And that's such a major part of this this discussion about cryptocurrency or just currency in general, that a lot of this is attached to the entire world needing healing. Mm -hmm. We're broken in so many places. And one of the ways I see the brokenness is addiction to power. Because when when it comes down to it, well, why is there a set of people who don't want other people to have money? Why do they want to control the wealth or why is the wealth in such a concentrated place? And they have enough of it to, you know, for, for it to be spread amongst everyone. But it's like they're hoarding it because of power. At the end of the day, what are you going to do with them? You already have the money. You already have the power. What do you need more power for? <laughs> what does it do for you? I oh, think it's a very egotistical perspective. Even to have that perspective is like a curse for you because then you miss out on the connection that you would have with all the people. So I, I made this analogy before. They have an, a monopoly on all, not even just the money, but like the happiness and the freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, the ability to get on a boat and take a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> having a monopoly on that too so it's just i don't know i don't know i can't explain what their whole family tree was like to get to that point you know but it's also it's a hindrance for their souls too it's a hindrance for their mind and their expansion and you know what they're meant to have too i don't know if they see that or not if they know that or not but you know that's what it is what it is you know yeah you know i never even thought about it that way i'm glad that you said it because in one lens or one set of lens i'm thinking they just addicted to Power and there's no reason for it, but it's, it could be something in that in that D, DNA in that family tree, where it's just just like it's a, a hold on people to kind of try to get their way out of poverty mm-hmm. or out of the circle. It's just as hard as th- for them to stop being so greedy. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know. It's interesting because I feel like the more we kind of talk about it, maybe that consciousness starts to change or start to shift on the, in, in the planet because it's really no point to it. A lot of these things are silly. Like people get mad. People are angry. Like they really divide themselves in a conversation so heavy. Like if I don't agree with something, like oh yes, it's not. It's, I'm just not into it. But some people are like angry and all that stupid, or they call people names who decide to to be on one on one wagon versus the other. 
Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, like, even down to that, that's just weird. On the on the surface level, if we didn't have all these things, it's like, yeah, that sounds like a very good idea because we're trying to fight against this pull that is not something that we agree to. And I think we even the people, the powers that be, maybe they also like again don't have that that thing in them to say, dang, I, something is wrong with me. You know, something is wrong that I want this and. And I wonder what it like, cause, cause some people were on the, on the, on the side of, I guess, not, not having it all in the beginning, but making their way up. They are dealing with their inner self to get to that answer. I don't know what happens if you kind of have all of the money and, and all of the resources, all of power. If there's an opportunity for you to think, I need to think about myself because the world is so centered around money. You know, if you got money, then you can do whatever you want and think whatever you do. You don't have to think about anything else. Yeah. Um, some people get a lot of money and they still, you know, in their lives because there's, there's not that happiness. And some people don't have a lot of money, but they have a lot of happiness and they die poor, you know, um, but if you couple both of those together, you can be happy and you can use this currency in this world to connect with other people like you spoke about earlier or to use technology to it to its advantage so that we can be free and, and be more creative. So you talked about the art that you do with music, you know, and that and to me, I know that's that's your thing. You know, that's your jam. And that's what you will also want to do. It's not even about the money. We have to create a freedom for ourselves to be able to do the creative things to the level that we want to. Exactly. That's one of the reasons I got into crypto because I see myself becoming financially free. I'm not where I want to be in the terms of finances yet. Like I still want to pay off my mom's house and everything, but I don't I don't have to do anything outside of crypto right now to earn money. Mm. So I'm able to pay all my bills from the crypto that I make every day and I get paid daily. I think that, you know, there's a lot of things in the world, you know, everything has its pros and cons, even the dollar. If we want to want to talk about crypto versus currency or like the American dollar, the American dollar is bills because they're federal reserve notes. And at one point they were backed by gold, but they're not backed by gold anymore. They're just backed by a promise and that promise is about what? How many trillions of dollars of debt is the United States in now? <laughs> but it's just that that's their intellectual property. That's the Federal Reserve's intellectual property. That's their project that they created. You know how many projects are in crypto? Thousands. There's thousands of different projects, different currencies. So imagine a thousand different U.S. economies in one place. That's what cryptocurrency is like. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. And their project is just one single project. It's so limiting, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you kind of got into two of the questions that I had for you. I wanted to know why you got into it and, you know, how you're benefiting from it. Um, but what attracts you to crypto with all the risks. How can you find your confidence in crypto with that, with it being so many risks? And I have this question for those who might want to get into crypto, but are nervous because it's, you know, it's a system where you have this money and you lose the money. You can't really do anything about it. How do you find your security in it? Well, one thing that I feel is important is to always manage your risk Mm -hmm. because I am naturally a risk taker. I'm a risk taker because like I, I can make sound decisions in what I want to invest my money in. And um, I just, I find these projects 
I found some really good projects based off of some people who are in the space before me and their recommendations. And once I did my research, I was impressed with the mechanics of some of these projects. And there's a lot of things to be aware of in the crypto space. Like it is the wild, wild west out here because, you know, there's it's no regulation. So, you know, you can make a lot of money and you can also lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But the best way to manage risk is to one, do your research about the project, see how many, how old the project is, see how many users are using and are involved in that project, what the the total uh, market cap is or the total value lock in that project is. Go on Twitter, find that project's Twitter handle and research based off the Twitter handle, what people are saying about that project because you can learn a lot from the people on Twitter. Go on Reddit and research the project. And then also the final rule is don't invest more than you're willing to lose. Like don't put your don't put your rent money in a project just because you have a hope that it will do well. You have to have some sort of system in place for yourself, some type of calculation based off of what you're willing to put in, what you're willing to risk, but don't risk it all. Don't try to risk it all. Trying to get rich. It's not worth it. And becoming rich usually doesn't happen overnight. You have to work at it. So, you know, just manage your risk, I would say. Just manage your risk. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point because, you know, my whole theme here is is the investing theme, right? And it's, it's more about investing in yourself and being accountable. So what I believe happens, and I say this in, in my own life, is that sometimes we don't realize how much control we have over our reality if we pay attention and we're, if we're intentional. And so we probably waste so much money on things like food or junk. And for those who may not be intentional about their money, I know there are people who budget their money who might be listening, but a lot of people may use their money in a way where they're just throwing it away and they don't know where each dollar goes, right? The same thing goes with the thought process. Sometimes we just have these thoughts coming through to us and we're not being intentional about where it goes. If it comes in, you can practice alchemy. It can come in, it can be something that's against you. Like, oh, that's going to be too hard for me. But in order to profit off of that thought coming in, you have to do something with it, right? Change it. Like, how? why do I think that I can't do it? And what is the data behind that being true, right? Mm -hmm. So when we're going into thinking about these things that kind of elevate the planet, elevate the world, we can use that same process. Like, hmm, Cryptocurrency is a scam, right? Why do I think this is a scam? And even if I think that it's a scam, are there any other ideas that I can research that's against the fact that it's a scam? And I like to practice that and encourage people to practice that because our world is full of so many different, I guess, yes and no's or like there's so many different ways where people have an argument and then the argument can be both sides. Oh, bread is good for you. Bread is not good for you. I can't think of anything in my head right now, but I think you might get the idea. Yeah. But we have so many of those. You should be able to look at both of them instead of just having one side being so dominated because there's a story on each side. There's a story why someone is benefiting from cryptocurrency and there's a story behind why people think it's a scam right yeah. and what we do as a person is we don't just latch ourselves onto one thought we think it through that's why i like to play the our thought their thought games because sometimes we have these remixes right where it's like hmm there could be some truth in there but why you know what i mean just kind of being critical about our thinking being critical about our self-awareness and our contributions when you mentioned that we need to manage 
service in all areas of our lives. What I like to do since, you know, Alyssa has been teaching me a lot is use the money that I probably would use on going out to eat or, you know, use different side hustles that is not necessarily the, my primary income, but use that income to, to experience it, right? To me, it's all about experiences. How do I know mm-hmm. that it's a scam or if it's not going to work if I don't actually experience it? But even though I might experience it one or two days, that doesn't mean that something is supposed to happen on that third day. You know, there's also being practical about the consistency in anything that you do. If you're consistent, I mean, I saw this um, this video and this guy was showing his progression for over like 21 years of his artwork, right? And in the beginning, was he was 11 years old. And so he was just starting to draw. But as the years went on, his drawing just got better and better and better, right? And I feel like we can apply that same concept to whatever we're doing. Is the consistency and the belief system behind whatever you do combined will help you profit. Um, there's going to be a return on the investment if you are intentional about it but and I just kind of went on <laughs> I just kind of went on a, a little tangent there but I had a lot of thoughts when you were talking about that no I'm glad you said that because there's so many things in in this world that are scams and we could even say that the U.S. dollar is a scam if we wanted to take it there yeah <laughs> we can I don't I don't want to take it there but you know I've heard I've heard that argument and there's a lot of things that I agree with upon that uh, argument but but, you know, to me, it's like a means to an end. Mm. The The greatest currency, well, I don't want to get too philosophical, but, you know. No, please do. Love, love please is do. amazing, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, the earth, the planet, you know, sovereignty, your freedom, you yeah. know, living upon the land, knowing how to grow and cultivate earth. Like, that's my end goal. I'm I'm using this cryptocurrency. That's what I'm going to build to a point where I can have some land of my own so mm. I can grow and be fully self-sustained, you know, by myself. And then even if for some reason... I didn't even use any type of currency anymore, any crypto or anything that I know I could have my land and just grow food and be good, you know? Mm, It's a resource. Yeah, it's a resource for us. Everything is a resource. Yeah. And I think if we look at it that way, there's so many things in our lives that are resources. If we look at it, if we look at it that way, we really could reap um, the fruit of the earth. The whole analogy of living here on earth is that the poor might also always be among us. I always kind of say that the poor in mindset, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that you have to be one of them. It's an intentional decision to reap the fruit of the earth. And a lot of it has to do with a belief system. What do you believe about your life? What do you believe about the future? What do you believe about even everything that's going on in the world around you and how much stock do you put in yourself and, and trying to do something different? I don't I think we're all trying to figure it out <laughs> here. And we're all just doing all these type of things to get to one primary end goal. That piece that you were talking about, just being able to do your, your art and, and live off the land. That's where you want to be. That's a piece. You know, I think we all are trying to find that piece as we try to find our way through all this chaos is were there any other thoughts that you wanted to to um lean on before we left i just want to say that all these all these uh questions are great 
You think so? Yay. I'm glad because I was just, I, I literally was thinking, I want these to be good because my goal was that, hey, we can get on here and we can kind of just talk about cryptocurrency in a positive way, right? Like just kind of just, I mean, we did that, but I feel like it's always important to kind of have that other side so that people know that that's something that we think about or that's something that people think about. Like there is an answer to those things, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was fine. I'm so glad you came and, and experienced them with me. <laughs> This has been great. Yay. We So guys, for those who are listening, we try to have meetings because she's my friend where she teaches me about cryptocurrency. But Alyssa also provides this as a service to people who want consulting on doing exactly what she does, which is being able to live off of her cryptocurrency for her income, which I think is very dope, right? You don't have to go to work. <laughs> You know, you don't have to go out here and try to Uber your way or DoorDash your way. You may be able to do it from your home. So I would love for you, Alyssa, to kind of go into that a little bit. Share your details with everyone on how they can connect with you if they were interested in a one-on-one consulting for crypto. Well, I do have a service where I am basically your guide through the crypto space and I'll I'll teach you all the beginning processes, like setting up your wallet, different exchanges to buy crypto. Like your first step into the crypto world is to find a trustworthy exchange that you can buy your crypto from and then transfer it into your wallet. And then I also teach about DEXs and I teach about how to identify different projects that are worthy of your investment. And also I teach how to get a daily 1% on your initial investment. And I teach you how to locate different things within a project, white papers. White papers are basically the project's document and what they plan to do with their project and their community. So I have an Upwork profile that is up for anyone who wants to book me for one hour long sessions. And I just will take you through the whole space from beginning to end of what you need to learn to get started. And I will put those details in the show notes. So depending on what platform you are listening to the podcast on, you'll see those in the notes, but I'll also be posting this on the YouTube channel. So the link will also be there. So I'll post there so you guys can connect, but tell them about your YouTube channel as well. Okay, so I am the DeFi cryptologist on YouTube, and I talk about different DeFi projects and what I'm investing. DeFi is short for decentralized finance. So in decentralized finance, you basically become your own bank. That's really the whole the whole gist of why people are in crypto is we have no middleman between our money. Send our money to one person or we send our money to a contract to make us more money. And so that's what uh, decentralization is about, becoming your own bank, becoming your own owner, and this having a stake in a project, in a community, in a platform. Centralization, centralized banks, they have owners, they have one owner, and that ownership is usually not transferred to anyone else. And they do require, you, you do have to have some type of middleman experience between you and your money when you, when you deal with regular banks and centralized banks. So. Decentralization is the goal. Yes. Not having too much power in one person's hands. And that's what crypto is all about. 
So if someone is new to crypto, two questions. What's the first thing for them to get started and how much do they really need in order to, to reap the benefits like you of trying to live off of crypto for like an income? Is there a set amount that allows you to do that? Because I know you talked about the the 1%, but can you kind of go into that before we, before we close as well? Well, it all depends on what you would need to cover your monthly or daily expenses, however you set up your finances. Mm -hmm. But the calculation is very simple at 1% a day. So if you invest $1,000, you would make $10 a day. And the particular project that I'm in, um, I do want to tell people about it. It's drip.community that we're buying a coin that is we all have the belief and based off of the developer and his past projects and also his performance and every the whole ecosystem that he's building around this coin, we all have the projection that this price of drip is going to go up. So we bought, say you buy a thousand. Okay, let's see. Let's, okay, so I'll just give the example. The price of drip right now is $35. So take a thousand dollars divided by 35. Okay, so you get roughly about 28 drip. So say you just bought 28 drip at $1,000 right now, and the price is $35. We project that the price is going to go up. It's actually built into the mechanics of the coin that the price could, could reach anywhere from $1,000 to $5,000 per coin. So let's just say that the, the coin goes to $200. So 28 coins times 200. So now that's almost a 5x return. So you've taken that $1,000 and now it's $5,600. So it's $5,600. And then you're getting paid 1% off of that $5,600. And that's $56 a day. So $56 a day times 30, 30 days in a month. So that's $1,600 a month in extra income off of a $1,000 investment now. So you can see how it can start to add up. And then you also have the ability to benefit from compound interest. So in this particular protocol, you have the ability to compound what you earn instead of claiming it and selling it. So your balance just continues to grow exponentially based off that 1%. So I can definitely explain more on one-on-one -on -one sessions, but I think 1% and compound interest is like a major thing that we've been trying to to master and learn. And then we have, we have something here that we're finally getting to see that in finance. And this has actually never been done before. So it's all, it's a new experience for us. This is unheard of, but that's the whole thing with crypto. We're going to reach new plateaus that we've never even reached before. Mm, that's very cool. Just on step one, and this is how I calculate it in my head. If I started off with $10,000, who was looking at 1%, and I had that hundred and I got a hundred dollars off of that ten thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. Um a hundred dollars well, I guess the average days in a month is like thirty. That's three thousand dollars a month. Three thousand dollars a month. And so that's just with that's just with ten thousand as my original investment. So three thousand dollars three thousand dollars times twelve in a year is thirty-six thousand dollars. So if I only only just dealt with that ten thousand dollars alone. Mm -hmm. At the very least, I have $26,000. That's right. So that cool. 
Yeah, and it doesn't include price appreciation. Or the fact that you have the, what did you say it was earlier? The compound interest. The count, yeah, the compound interest, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, connect, connect, connect. I'll put that information. She is a wealth of knowledge in this area. I'm learning a lot. I'm on the side where I like to do the research and data. So I want to kind of share some of that info on a different platform as well. But as far as the teaching, Alyssa is the girl for you. And I really appreciate you and, and for you taking the time out and, and just showing love in the way that you have for me as, you know, my friend. So I love you. <laughs> Thank you for being here with me. <laughs> and before we log off, if you can just share your self-activity statement, because no one can leave without sharing their self-activity statement. Uh, okay. Can you remind me how to do it? It's the I am and then the intentional action. So for those who are listening for the first time, the self-activity statement is like an affirmation and have you have your main idea, which is your affirmation and you say and, and after your end is the intentional action that supports it. So this is always something that you know you can do to support the affirmation. So this is a practice. We practice positivity. We practice being intentional about our lives because it's not always easy, right? We Sometimes we may not feel like this affirmation, but we also have to have action behind it for the motivation. So example is I am wealth. That's my affirmation. So then I say, and so I am wealth and I will make sure that I budget each day to increase my wealth. So that's one thing that I know that I can do to be intentional about my affirmation. I am wealth. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So what's your self-activity statement? I am my full divine expression. I will meditate and deep breathe on the moment as much as I can remind myself to. Well, for those who are listening, I hope you guys have your own self-activity statement. It could be for the day, it can just be for the night, it could be for the week, the month for your life. Um, just being intentional about your thoughts. Alyssa, again, thank you for being here. If there's anything else you want to say before you go, you can do it now. And then we'll say bye to everybody. Okay. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me and thanks thanks to everyone for tuning in and you know, we wish you well on your journey. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you said that with so much enthusiasm. Well, <laughs> 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 all right, bye guys. Thank you for being here. Until next time, hold on to you as much as you can. Hold on to your health, your being, and your mind. Be mindful. Bye. Bye.